Jonathan. Yes, sir. So what made you okay before before I even go before I even say it. The first time I saw your video, any of your content, you were at some it was some event and you wanted access with the other journalists and they were saying that you're not a real journalist. And I'm like and I'm like, okay, so who is this they're saying that's not a real journalist? Because I when they were saying this, I went and looked at some of your other content and I'm like, wait a minute, he's producing better content and factual information than we're getting a lot from these, all these other, other journalists. How were, how were you not a journalist? And I, do you know what event I'm talking about? It was like, it looked like an outdoor event for what I remember. And it was yeah, not a real journalist. Why are you here? It was this past fall in the Chinatown international district in Seattle. I was covering this massive homeless megaplex that Dow Constantine, the King County executive was trying to ram through the community without consulting you know, this community of color. And basically I was there to call them out. And it was Dow Constantine's media handlers, uh, and as well as Dow Constantine saying that I'm not a real journalist, so I couldn't be there. But obviously uh, they didn't want to face my tough questions. They didn't want to be held accountable. So that's what they do here now in Seattle. And that's what I'm learning. It's about discrediting and then denying. It's their playbook. Um, but I'm still here. I'm still reporting. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the video don't lie. That's what I'd like to say all the time, right? I have the video. I have my 20 plus years of experience and I stand by all of my reporting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, your content is so spot on and it's better than I'm, I'm seeing on any major news network. And I'm, and I'm for the life of me and I don't understand why they're not even, you know, having your content on their platforms because is it because you're exposing what they want America to look like? Why, why, why? Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have reached out to you and want you to do it. And you're just saying no. Hey, did you know silver prices are down right now because investors are selling their holdings because of a turn down in demand? Once fear subsides, though, you can see a surge in demand for silver as consumers come back. This is a perfect time to get your silver IRA started. And this month, you'll get an incredible three ounce silver American virtual coin with a qualified IRA of 20,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Call the team right now at 877-646-5. Three four seven, and tell them we'll send you or go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Well, look, uh, when it comes to local Seattle media, we're at an inflection point right now. Uh, about nine months ago, I was working at the ABC affiliate, uh, Como News. Um, and back then, uh, you know, I could only do certain stories up to a certain extent. But now that I'm doing this media fellowship at Discovery Institute, I've been unleashed. I'm doing content and I'm showing stories that are, quote unquote, not brand safe. In other words, on these networks, you can't sell diapers next to somebody doing fentanyl, right? Or overdosing on the streets or a homeless encampment full of feces. But at the end of the day, that's the raw reality on the ground I'm trying to show. And that is the best way to hold public officials accountable and to also expose their failed policies. That's really amazing. So as a journalist, why? I mean, do you... Do you see an end game or an end goal for you to continue to expose the homelessness that's taking place in our country? Well, the end game for me or for, uh, for yeah, what? I mean, for, for the left, do you see an end game for them? Why, why are they, why are they, why do you think they allow this to happen the way it's happening? You know, sorry, that I got is, a little distracted. Uh, 
Yeah, that's like the million dollar question. Look, here's where I'll start. And for the sake of time, uh, you know, I can go on and on and on. But when it comes to the issue of homelessness in America, it just has not been getting coverage in mainstream local media. Right. So a lot of these politicians, elected officials on the West Coast and the Pacific Northwest and places like Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, they're really being challenged and faced with this crisis really for the first time in many cases. So there's no plan. There's no clear strategy or systems or structures in place. So they're essentially building this airplane as they're flying it. But the one failed policy they keep going to is something called housing first. It's been around since the Obama administration. That's more than a decade ago. Obama said that housing first would work and end homelessness in America by now, by this year, 2023, but it hasn't happened. Essentially, what housing first is, is a policy where everyone gets into studios or apartments. And the, the goal on the surface sounds great. You stabilize people. That way, then they can get these quote unquote wraparound services. They can get treatment for mental health, drug addiction. The problem is, and this is the piece no one's talking about, none of that stuff is required once you go in. So it's not housing earned. It's not requiring somebody to get treatment for drugs or mental health. And that's the problem. We're essentially warehousing an entire generation on the streets, and it's not actually curing the root causes. It's not a housing crisis. It's mental health. It's drug addiction. And I believe a spiritual aspect as well that's just not being addressed. Yeah, it really is. It's not being addressed. And because we know that the the left, they don't acknowledge anything that is spiritual. Let me have you all. So you've been doing this for 20 plus years, reporting information. Have you always leaned this way by looking at what's happening? Have you because I mean, I just recently learned out learned about you. Have you like considered yourself leaning to the left at all in the past? Or did something happen to where you say, wait a minute, a light bulb went off and you started, wait a minute, started telling the truth and started exposing the truth? Like your hands are no longer tied, like you mentioned? Yeah, pretty much everything that you just said right now applies to me uh, <laughs> in the past two, three years. Look, I like to say right now I'm an independent, I'm a moderate. Um, and at the end of the day, we're human beings, right? So as journalists, what we try to do, we're supposed to be doing is objectively covering a story fairly and accurately, getting all the sides. And that's what I do every single day. That's what I try to do. But at the same time, we're human beings. I have a worldview. I have a perspective. And I can tell you as a Boston kid, I'm not even from Seattle. I grew up on the East Coast, okay? I thought I was a JFK Democratic liberal. I moved to Seattle. It's so freaking far left. It's so out there that I'm like, am I, am I now a conservative? <laughs> you know, <laughs> who, am I voting Republican now? And look, I voted for both parties. I'm one of these guys who votes for the best candidate, okay? Best policies. And I will vote Democrat. I will vote Republican depending on who the best person is for this job. But man, I'm telling you right now, my worldview just shifted dramatically when I just saw the rise of this insanity, allowing homeless encampments to flourish the rise of insane social uh, justice protests where Antifa is destroying these cities like Seattle, yet the liberal mainstream media just completely ignores it and only wants to focus on the Proud Boys. I mean, this boogeyman that's out there. And I'm just like, (laughs) something is off. Something is off. There's no balance. All I see is bias now in the mainstream. And I was a part of the mainstream media. I've worked for all of the networks and the local affiliates. I've worked in big markets like Chicago on air, Minneapolis, my hometown of Boston, and now Seattle. But like you said, at the end of the day, I'm not going back because I can't do this reporting 
at the mainstream local stations. They're not touching it. It's not brand safe. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Why do you think people are becoming from from your reporting and the information that you have gathered gathered? Why do you think people are becoming homeless? What's the number one cause you would say? Oh, my goodness. I mean, that is a question I have not even pondered and considered because there are just so many reasons. But right now, what I'm seeing that's fueling this right now is that it's the drug epidemic, fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Fentanyl is ravaging our streets. It is killing off literally an entire generation. And I have no idea why so many politicians are now finally starting to realize, oh, wait, it, 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 maybe drugs are part of the problem here causing homelessness. But I want to be very clear. Homelessness is just this wide spectrum. And I think most folks out there think, you know, hey, if, you know, somebody on the streets, I'll give them a few cents here. I'll go to a homeless shelter. It's not like that at all. It is this wide spectrum. One side, you've got this single mom who may have just lost her job and her rent goes up by 800 bucks a month and she needs to be stabilized. OK, and I get that just this place where she can set up again and, and, and just take that next step. But then there's this other extreme, right, where you have people who have literally told me on the streets they don't want housing. They want to be nomadic. They want to stay on the streets. They want to live off the grid. They don't want to pay rent anymore. They don't want to be a part of society. And then you've got this vast spectrum in the middle, right? You've got people now addicted to drugs. They're just, you know, broken homes, no father figures. I mean, the list goes on and on. Everyone has a different story. So I want to be very clear. We cannot just say there's one size fits all. Is this happening? Okay, let me ask you this. Is it happening in just certain states, certain cities, or is it just... You know, it doesn't matter what the 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 political view is in the state or city. It's just happening. Or is it or is it or, or let me ask it this way. Who would you say is behind it or is anyone actually behind it and actually, you know, creating this problem? Yeah. You know, again, uh, I haven't really thought about who may be creating this problem. I feel like homelessness is. And, and poverty and the poor have been with us since biblical times. And I don't yes. think homelessness is ever going to fully go away. It's not something we can solve. I think we can mitigate it. I think we can make it better. But it just so happens to be that when it comes to full crisis mode, where it's just tent encampments and drug dens and illegal black markets flourishing, I've only seen it primarily in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, just magnified. Of course, the homeless crisis. I worked in Chicago. The homeless crisis is pretty bad out there as well. It's in Minneapolis. It's in Boston as well. But those places are cold, right? So you you can't be homeless on the streets 24-7, 365 days a year. But on the West Coast, where you have places with more, you know, you know, climate that's consistent, it's just out of control. But I will be very clear. It is failed policies that continue to be pushed that is exacerbating this. I'm yes. no, I don't know if it's causing it. It's just making it worse. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it is making it a lot worse. I'm and I'm in the state of Texas and I used to live in California and I moved from <laughs> California to Texas and I landed, you know, just I landed just outside of Austin. But I go into Austin and I'm thinking I'm in San Francisco again. It's yeah. just as bad. The homelessness, the, the violence, the crimes, the drugs. And it's just the the. The the left, the media, they ignore it. They ignore it like it's the border. They ignore it like it's the, the you know, the energy crisis. They ignore it I, from for the life of me. This could be their children, and they ignore it. But they want to concentrate on woke issues. That's what's more important to them. They want to concentrate on issues on, you know, disarming people. But this homelessness, 
is affecting every single person in this country, even though it's not at their front door, even though it's at their front door. So thank you so much for all the reporting that you've done. I would love to bring you back on again. When you, if you have something breaking, we most definitely love to be able to share your information and get the content out there. Um, Tell everyone how they can find you on Twitter or wherever else you want people to find you and they can see your content because I think every person in this country needs to see what you're producing. No, I really appreciate that. Look, uh, I will finally say that we are at an inflection point. I really feel like it's now the time for independent journalists and citizen journalists to really simply pick up iPhones and just record what's happening in front of them. And just these raw realities I'm putting out out there primarily on social media, uh, on Twitter. I've really been leveraging Twitter at Chosho, C-H-O-E-S-H-O-W. And as a senior fellow at Discovery Institute, you know, a lot of my content ends up at fixhomelessness.org. Again, it's fixhomelessness.org. So, you know, I'm putting it out there. I'm engaging. I'm having these conversations out there. And again, a lot of these uh, stories are being fueled by tips by people who are like, this needs to be covered. So I want to just thank my audience and also your viewers for uh, hearing me out. I'd love to connect again. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and watching this. Please do me a favor, like, follow, and subscribe, no matter how you are watching this. If you want to see the full episode that you have just watched, there's four segments that basically But if you want to watch the full episode, go to frankspeech.com and search for Will Johnson and you are just look at Lindell TV two at 7 p.m. Central Monday through Friday. You'll see more content there. You'll see stuff there that you can't see on these other socialist media platforms. I get deep dive into the stuff that's happening into our world. So if you want to check it out, the full segment, because it's really good, especially right now with everything that's going on, what they don't want you to know or want you to talk about. Check it out. Frankspeech.com and look at Lindell TV 2, 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. Thank you. God bless.